the ocean is my inspiration the ocean is my theme the ocean is sometimes even my canvas so the ocean is both inside and outside my work both my master and my muse this is subodh kirkar and you are listening to mash podcast i'm an installation artist based in goa for the last 30 years i have been practicing art many people will wonder why during this times of corona we are talking about art let's get back to art in better times would be a usual view but i think this is very faulty during second world war there was a proposal to cut the art budget in order to support the war effort a bill was tabled in the british parliament and winston churchill quipped what cut the art budget then why are we fighting for what he meant was preserving arts was a reason enough uh, for the war the purpose of art is not uh, just decorating our walls and our halls the purpose of art is not just filling up our time of leisure with some recreation the purpose of art is not to uh, provide some kind of a uh, indulgence for rich people art is a part of life we must realize that human civilization is born in the wombs of art the purpose of art is to establish a harmony to make us comfortable with ourselves at peace with ourselves and with the world in indian philosophy art is considered yoga and every artist is a yogi and like yoga the purpose of art is to seek harmony and unity of the universe art breaks the dichotomies in our life the dichotomies of us and them the dichotomies of this religion and that religion this nation and that nation right and wrong spiritual and mundane and art seeks to establish a certain unity in the whole existence um art celebrates the plurality of life art tells us that we are not alone in bliss and in sorrow art gives us hope my father was an artist and he was a school teacher he painted in spare time could not make a living out of art and we all learned art as children it was our hobby and we loved it but when i was 18 i was in the first 10 in the board and i could get admission anywhere and actually i wanted to become everybody i wanted to become a doctor engineer architect scientist author prime minister but never thought i would actually become an artist art as a hobby and i wanted to keep it that way but then when i started my practice as a doctor uh, i found it very routine uh, i couldn't sort of imagine spending my life treating cough and cold uh, initially i started a hospital in a place called kalangut and my patients were fishermen but then the big boom in tourism and suddenly uh, almost 60 70% of my patients were uh, british tourists and the only disease they were suffering from was dysentery 
and the idea of treat i mean dedicating my life to treat british dysenteries was not very palatable and i thought india has taken enough shit from the british for 150 years and i didn't want to take any more so i gave up my medical practice and uh, decided to pursue art but i must tell you that when i started um, art uh, initially i enjoyed it uh, i was doing watercolor landscapes and i uh, was doing portraits and figurative works of fishermen uh, people started buying those works but after a little while i had the same feeling i had as a doctor i thought this is again routine and uh, i started getting bored and during this time i had an uh, opportunity to visit europe and i went to tate modern and i went to many modern art museums uh, in other parts of europe and initially i didn't understand much Uh, and my father had taught me that all this modern art is nonsense because he was a realistic artist but i decided i will find out myself and i started studying i started reading i started interviewing artists and i must tell you i started enjoying it and uh, great pandora's box was open to me so for last 30 years i have been an artist uh, it took me a long time to understand art but i must tell you that i consider myself a very happy person and i am completely convinced that uh, the only purpose of life is to be happy and if you do something which you love to do there is a possibility that you will be happy and if you do something which you do not like to do you will be definitely unhappy and i am very very glad that i took the step of giving up a very lucrative medical career and took to my love uh, which has made a huge difference in uh, my life i love art i uh, life for me uh, art for me is not just a profession it's my passion uh, the money which i earn out of art is uh, just a by product of my activity i breathe art i am my life is pickled in art and uh, what i'm going to speak uh, about my art today is basically speaking straight from the pickle bottle initially i was doing uh, watercolor landscapes portraits and uh, i was always uh, staying somewhere near the ocean and i like to think of myself as an ocean artist i also got uh, very fascinated with history and i started uh, studying history especially goa's history and unknowingly whatever works i created history became a footnote and ocean became the inspiration initially i used to do landscapes of the seaside then i started doing uh, sort of uh, landscapes with boats i started uh, uh, making paintings with fishermen fisherwomen then slowly uh, i started painting just a portion of a boat because the textures which the ocean creates on the surface of wooden boats started fascinating me then i started using boats themselves because slowly the fishermen were shifting to fiberglass boats and the wooden boats were available they were not uh, being used and so i bought those boats and used that as a material for creating my sculptures because when i use old wood from old fishing canoes to create my sculpture the whole story of that wood of that cano is incorporated in my sculpture in a way history becomes a material for my sculpture uh earlier i used to do portraits of fishermen then i started working with fishermen and creating performances 
and that's what really uh, i love very much and right now i'm working with hundreds of people on the beach they are not actual fishermen because you cannot have 100 fishermen free to work with me i hire laborers and they act as fishermen in a performance which is sort of talks about the inseparability of the life of the fisherman and the ocean i have been all the time uh, working on the seashore uh, with the fisher folk and uh, with ocean as my theme and my inspiration then i thought why not create a work in collaboration with the ocean so what i did was i created some sculptures made a cage and put this cage at the bottom of the ocean where the river meets the ocean i kept them there for almost 2 years sometimes 3 years and the oyster shells developed on my works so this is a work actually in collaboration with the ocean i have almost a memorandum of understanding signed with the ocean i work together with the ocean and the ocean creates this lovely oyster shells over my works and i uh, am completely at sea how much to charge for these works because i have no idea how much the ocean charges per hour <laughs> and my works have been in the ocean for uh, sometimes 3 years and this is my latest series of works sometimes i even create Uh, ceramic plates and put them in the bottom of the at the bottom of the ocean uh, sometimes i buy antique uh, plates uh, i also uh, buy antique jars uh, which were uh, made in china and which were used in the trade uh, 100 years ago or 200 years ago and then i work with these jars keep them at the bottom of the ocean ever since i was a little boy i used to go for walks on the beach with my father and uh, we talked about uh, many things my father was actually my only teacher from the age of 6 to 16 uh i used to love to go early morning on the beach especially during monsoons with the hope of finding some treasure because the ocean washes a lot of things during monsoons on the shore it pours out its heart uh, to the shore and i thought some ancient chest full of jewels will be one day washed ashore and i would be the first one to find it that's why i would go at 5:30 6 o'clock to the beach to look for this treasure i never found that treasure but i found even bigger treasures so i started collecting pieces which were washed ashore uh, by the sea pieces of plywood seeds pieces of wood and then i brought them to my studio dried them treated them and started making drawings on this pieces of uh, wood sometimes there were pieces of boats there were sometimes just some stray things which were washed ashore and this series of work uh, i call the mythology of the ocean because i am just imagining that there is some kind of an empire at the bottom of the ocean and uh, the emperor is going in a procession and an empress requires some royal staffs so i started designing some royal staffs for the empress of the ocean i started creating sort of gods and goddesses uh, of the empires of the ocean and that's my new series which is called the mythology of the ocean created on the objects which i collected on the shore well i started uh, working with sand and light i have done a lot of installations with sand and light and shells you know when i started planting shells Uh, especially um, when i had just given up my medical practice 
my patients thought that i had gone completely mad because earlier they had seen me painting watercolors and thought what is this crazy doctor painting watercolors on the roadside and when i started planting shells on the beach they thought i was now fit to be admitted in a mental hospital mm-hmm. because the idea that an adult can make a living by planting shells on the beach is sort of unheard of but well i must tell you that i have made living planting shells because uh, i uh, started collecting mussel shells uh, from the fish markets collecting shells uh, from the seashores and creating large installations i have planted mussel shells in many countries of the world uh, the mussel shells in goa or rather the west coast of india are green on one side and silvery white on the other so i plant them in such a way that when you walk around you they sort of change colors uh, i create the ocean by using material which is given to me by the ocean uh, when i create an installation with mussel shells my inspiration is the ocean my theme is the ocean my material is given to me by the ocean and my canvas is the beach so that's also the ocean mm. it's a wonderful blending of the inspiration the theme the material and the canvas mm. uh, i feel like a, a ambassador of the republic of mussel shells of india because i have been taking this mussel shells to korea and to denmark and to germany and holland and i plant them along with the mussel shells from that country because in europe the mussel shells are usually black and like what we have the colorful green ones here the beautiful thing about art is one project leads to the other and i don't think i'll be ever exhausted with ideas and my ideas are becoming bigger and bigger actually uh one of the ideas which i have is uh, to create an island i would like to identify an island in the ocean ideally the indian ocean could be near the Ind- indonesian because there's so many uh, small small islands there and then uh, i would like to request every country of the world to send one shipload of soil from that country and make this island bigger by adding this soil i got this idea when i was in dubai and uh, i saw new islands been created uh, i feel uh, it's a it's a symbolic thing so we don't have to really create a completely new island you can add soil from every country symbolically and then this island can become an island of uh, the idea of uh, one peaceful world mm. where there are some kind of convention centers museums and galleries where the young people from all over the world come to celebrate uh, the unity of the world and the joy of one world uh, this is a project which is uh, uh, very difficult to uh, sort of uh, uh, bring into practice because perhaps the soil of israel and the soil of uh, the arab countries uh, may not want to mix uh, because of political reasons but then art i believe has the power to break all kind of barriers and all kind of uh, uh, things uh, of division and break all walls and uh, sort of celebrate one humanity so this is definitely a project and it's i know it is difficult but i also believe that you are never given an idea unless you are also given the capacity to fulfill it to achieve it when i gave up my medicine and started pursuing art um of course i am very happy creating art but one thing struck me especially in this country it's a country of 1.3 billion people 
And I don't think more than one lakh people in the whole country of 1.3 billion connect with contemporary art. Uh, most people feel that contemporary art is only for the richy riches and not for you and me. And most contemporary art spaces are also in five-star situations. And common people are even scared to go and press the bell of the, uh, of the galleries. And so uh, this idea of a cultural divide, of a cultural barrier, was uh, something which uh, I could not uh, uh, come to terms with. Because essentially, uh, I'm an artist and an activist. Uh, I cannot separate my, uh, my politics from my art. I think it is very important that an artist is an activist and an artist is political because when you are surrounded by war, you cannot be sitting in your studio and painting flower pots. You have to respond to what is happening around you because I believe that artists are receptors and transmitters of ideas in a society. And uh, I decided that it is very important that uh, art is made accessible to large uh, number of people, to all the people. And so I established this museum, which is called the Museum of Goa. Uh, it's initially uh, was showing only my work, but slowly we added more works. And now we have uh, artists from all over the country and the world uh, showing in this museum. And one of the specialities of this museum is that it attempts to narrate the histories of Goa using contemporary idiom, using contemporary art. And I'm very happy uh, to tell you that every day we get 100 to 300 people visiting and 80% of the people who visit Museum of Goa have never ever been to any contemporary museum in their life. So I think it is very, very fulfilling. And uh, given the opportunity and the support from the people, I would like to sort of create museums like this in many more states so that uh, contemporary art really becomes accessible to everybody. Because the idea that my work will only be seen by a lack of people uh, sort of made me sleepless. I said, how can I be working only for the indulgence of uh, 100,000 people in the whole country? And there are many interesting things happening in this country. We have the Kochi Muzuris Biennale, and we have uh, Serendipity Festival, and we have many other activities are happening in the art fair, uh, which are opening up the, uh, the, 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 the doors of art to uh, masses to larger uh, to larger number of people and I would like to sort of uh, cherish that vision of making art accessible. Art uh, has always been part of life. Uh, it's only uh, after the colonial rule and many other things which happened in recent past last maybe 200 years that uh, uh, we are slowly, a certain section of the society is slowly uh, sort of uh, getting uh, divorced from art. And uh, art becomes just something which you go in the gallery and see, uh, something which you feel the vacuum of your leisure with. Uh, but India always had uh, art as a part of life. You can see great sculptures of Ajanta, Lora, and many other temples. And if at all, art still remains part of life, then it is of the tribal people. Uh, look at the large uh, uh, section of tribals of India. They leave art. They, the way they dress, the way they dance, the way they paint their faces, the way they paint their houses, uh, that is art. It is not something which is separate from their life. And that's, all, uh, that's the purpose of art. And I wish everybody becomes tribal.
unfortunately there is very little dialogue forget about just uh, different forms of art there is very little dialogue between different ideas ideologies religions and that is the reason why we have arrived at this juncture in this country because there is no dialogue uh, there are many monologues going on the country seems to be uh, running on adesh and not on dialogues uh, so uh, this is also true about uh, arts uh, literature needs to talk to uh, sculpture sculpture needs to talk to poetry poetry needs to talk to dance and i think only then we can have a, a, a meaningful sort of a development in arts and i have just finished reading a book by devi prasad who was educated in shantiniketan under tagore and who's worked under mahatma gandhi in sevagram as a art teacher in nayi talim and the whole idea of the art education uh, in nayi talim in sevagram was that it should be made part of life you cannot separate art from existence from life it should be just an integral portion of life and and then art provides a wonderful medium for education i think when you learn through art you really enjoy learning if you have to be happy there's only one way you can become happy there should be perfect harmony between what you think what you say and what you do and only when there is this perfect harmony you will be happy and you will be successful in anything you do we are all impermanent and especially with the corona virus lurking that impermanence is becoming more and more real so i don't believe that uh, um, Uh, it's necessary to do really permanent work uh, my inspiration is a lovely poem by rabindranath tagore he says the waves write their poetry on the sand and not satisfied wipe them off over and over again so my inspirations are my poetry on the sand and i am happy that the wash the ocean washes them off over and over again uh, talking about ephemeral thing impermanent things again i will take the help of a lovely poem by tagore uh, many people ask me what works are temporary uh, will they be remembered uh, how how uh, how will people remember them and all this well when death knocks on my door and says your time has come i shall tell death i never lived in time i lived in love and when death asks me will your works be remembered forever i shall tell death i do not know but when i created them i felt eternity you are listening to mash podcast